0: It's Sports by the Book at the South Point Studio. Here's Jeff Parles. Let's roll on a Thursday afternoon here in Las Vegas. I'm Jeff Parles. Vinny Malia alongside.
1: What do you say, buddy? How are we doing today? Another week. Here Another we are. Week, Did you yeah. have a nice weekend?
0: I uh, Well, Tuesday, Wednesday? Yeah. Well, that's yeah, a Las yeah, Vegas yeah. weekend. The Las Vegas weekend was good for me. Okay. I, I, I uh, took a little break.
1: I How was wanted, your golf game? I understand. Uh, so I uh, my
0: golf game on Tuesday uh, actually went out, took a lesson before I played. What'd you do that for? Because I need I need the help. Our get, our guest that we'll have later in the show knows my golf game's really bad. Uh, and then played nine, and it did not go well. So uh, really, so uh, we we'll, see. Uh, you shouldn't have took that lesson. <laughs> I was trying new things. I, I didn't expect it to go overly well, and we won a few bets yesterday. So uh it was, right. it, was, it was a good thing. Uh, all, all I will say is, Vinny. If it was not for sports betting, I would have watched zero seconds of Sam Houston State and FIU, and uh, I watched a little more than that because I had to play on the
1: game. Okay. So, well, We yeah. got home on that one. That's all that mattered. It, you know, it's interesting you say that, and for new bettors, novice bettors out there, uh, always encourage folks, if they're thinking about betting, make sure, all right, stay within your means, bet it a little, just a little something uh, to entertain yourself. You'll never watch a game the same way again that's true right and so there's a classic example of uh you know a little game like that uh on a wednesday night on tv right so uh or video stream whatever we still call it tv is that, is that the where, stream that? whatever whatever
0: okay. you want to do smart right. tvs
1: good yeah smart or in the case of my tv the smart ass tv oh very good because it just does things that does whatever, whatever it wants whatever it wants oh wow that's it's got that... like a curse it's got all kinds of stuff quite the attitude there oh I just want to turn it on. I want to put my channel on. I want to hear. You know, push this, push that. There's a, there's a cursor. There's. Arrows. You know what?
0: I, you know what? I think. I think Jerry's got to get you a new TV. I think that's what's happening. You can help me
1: out. And yeah, see, Jerry's right. got. It. Jerry's I know got this. It. I have apps on there. None of them have my name. What does that mean? <laughs> like I'm supporting people <laughs> I don't even know. Like I see my my wife. Sorry, Jerry. We got. to Wait uh, well, a. you know what? This might. This, this might be more than. This might, might be a different here, Vinny. show. I yeah. might need a lesson like yeah. you got the other yeah.
0: See, day there we in, go. in, in golf. Oh man! Oh, we have a good show tonight. We have a we have an NFL game. We have a pair of college games. One of them's a pretty good college game, actually, which we'll get to in a few moments. Also, over a guy Danny Burke in studio here Danny in Burke. about ten minutes from now. Um, boy, based out of the city of Chicago, we might have the worst Week Seven quarterback matchup of all time in Chicago this week. So <laughs> I think Danny might
1: be quarterback. Yeah, he yeah. Might, might
0: he might be better he than be one an of the guys. But uh, we'll get to that and a lot more with Danny. I also, because Danny's a Nebraska grad, Vinny, so I am required by law to ask him about his Oscars. That is a requirement by law. Well, especially in this property.
1: You know the... Oh, I know. You know, Jackie gone. Of course. Michael's dad uh, from Omaha, Nebraska. Yeah. Yes.
0: And uh, also, too, uh, Nebraska playing Northwestern this week, so we get everything in, in that one, but DB with us in about 10 minutes from now. All right, Vinny, let's go to tonight's NFL game, and this is... You know, this is a little bit of a tricky one here because Trevor Lawrence is dealing with that knee injury that he suffered at the end of the Jaguars' victory over Indianapolis on mm-hmm. Sunday. It's a short week. Doug Peterson expecting Trevor Lawrence to play. Lawrence walking into the Superdome. Looked to be walking without a limp, which is a good, new- which is good news there. So the expectation is that Trevor Lawrence is going to play, and we're not going to see C.J. Beathard starting this game for Jacksonville. Vinny, you guys opened it at three. Yeah. And now it's it bounced all around down to one. Down to one. Yeah. And now this morning, with the question of Trevor Lawrence's status, it popped this back to two and a half. And quite frankly, even if Lawrence plays, I don't expect this number to really move that much. If maybe a half point at most back towards New
1: Orleans. Well, if uh, you know we're we're at two and a half now. That you, uh, as you as you mentioned, Jeff. Here here's the thing. What's interesting is they they took the three again, the key number in the NFL. On Sunday night here at South Point, that's when Chris Andrews opens up the uh, the South Point number uh, NFL numbers goes uh, uh, in, in over a couple of days goes down to as low as one. Which, but we knew then. Then the news about Lawrence, um, you kept coming in about that he, he was initially doubtful or questionable, I should say. So why did they take the three? Well, they they knew that if if they took the points with him in the game, that they could always get off the game. That's the other thing about professional betters too. If they have taken a key number especially, they know that there's plenty of time. If they take a key number early in particular, they know that there's plenty of time before kickoff that they can make, make a different decision if need be. Well, the other thing about this game is on the Saints side, um, they're offensive, they have some offensive line issues. In fact, I think they're yes. missing both tackles. So both tackles okay?
0: out tonight. For yes. them
1: tonight, which as we've discussed uh, you know, here on Sports by the Book, that how important the offensive line continuity is and depth for the, uh, for the offensive line. Um, again, it, we've really had to pay closer attention to it on our side of the counter over the last uh, several years because it means that much uh, to uh, two teams. Uh, so that, that I think, came into play also. I think what, when, when betters, profession, and professional betters are the ones that took that three in particular, right? And the number all the way down to one. They felt that Lawrence was more than likely going to play, and they were fully aware of the offensive line issues of the Saints. Now, so why is the number going back up? Well, uh, I think on, on the opposite side of it, the public feeling that maybe he's not—at least—not going to be a hundred percent, and uh, they they they're siding with the home team here. So, and they, but they do get uh, they do get healthier position-wise. I think in the backfield uh, and at uh, wide receiver. So, uh, so so
0: real quickly for New Orleans, the tackles. Uh, Andrews Pete will move from the inside to the outside to play left tackle tonight. And a name I have not heard in a while. Cam Irvin is going to start a right tackle today. Cam Irvin sliding? Yeah. It's been a while since we've seen him. Uh, it's uh, maybe a little bit of a, an indictment of what Trevor Penning is at this point, that he's not out there right now. At one of these tackle <laughs> positions. Uh, Jamal Williams is back tonight. That is something that yeah. uh, that that's, again, it'll be interesting to see because Kamara's there. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we saw Williams last year have an incredible year at the goal line, had the most touchdown, yeah. rushing touchdowns in Detroit Lions history. But with the success that David Montgomery's had early in the season, that may just be more of a Detroit thing, more than a Jamal Williams thing that we Hopefully. saw a year ago.
1: Yep.
0: Um, you know, I, I'm curious with this, Vinny, because... Trevor Lawrence is one of those guys now. Obviously, we've seen him improve from mm-hmm. his rookie year, where Urban Meyer did his best to hold him back, intentionally or not, unintentionally or not. Improved throughout the year a year ago, and it's it's really taken another step forward so far this year. Um, him to Bethard here, if we were to get Bethard, and I know the betters have, have pointed a little bit. Well, obviously, it's not going to be Burrow to his backup or Mahomes to. To Blaine Gabbard, but what would the difference be if if, if this was a uh, a Lawrence to Beathard scenario here? If we do happen to get that tonight,
1: I don't think it would be double. So I don't think it would go to six necessarily. Probably through four, maybe. It's four and a
0: half, five. See, yeah, I'm dead yeah, number. Four and a
1: half and five are the same. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, about that, right around there, four and a half. And again, not all uh, backups are created equally, right? So, Correct. just like there's not not every. St- while every starting quarterback has the most impact to, to his respective team's uh, power rating and, and impact on the line, not everyone is the same. Um, for the longest time, Rodgers was 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 it. Uh, I would say, obviously, this year that's not the case. Um, you know, I think when when you're looking at the most impactful, probably Mahomes, yeah. Allen. Uh, in this game here, maybe four, four, four and a half.
0: Yeah, it's a different like because you, you've mentioned that you know, with Rogers' whole career in Green Bay. Yeah, it, was was, all, it was always him was the biggest difference. Oh, we've we, see, we we saw swings of nine. In, I mean, in, okay. know, a few years ago. I mean, him, you know. Jordan Love's first start in Arrowhead, that line swung in a huge way that when Rogers had COVID. Uh, yeah. The year that he that he hurt his collarbone. I mean, we've seen yeah. plenty of big numbers on that. Again, a little different now um, with Rogers on the tail end. Uh, and the team that's even though those green bay teams were very good a defense that aaron rodgers really only had twice in his career in Green mm-hmm. bay that was 2010 and 2011 so that yeah. was a very long time ago with the high quality of defenses
1: and it depends on the opponent too yeah, let's remember course. that because even though there's a you know a number a uh, a value uh, to the to the power rating uh it's it also depends on the eventual number the opening number uh or the you know, the adjusted number, if it happens during the week or during a game, uh, the, who the opponent is.
0: Vinny, uh, let's go Let's go to the other games tonight in college football. I want to hit these, and then, of course, we'll hit the, the later baseball game. By the way, in Arizona right now, game three fills, of course, up two games to none. We're through four. How about a nothing-nothing game through four innings? As we all expected, with the highest total of the of the championship series so far, Vinny.
1: Yeah, the way uh, the way the Phillies were hitting the ball. I mean, um, uh, you know, uh, you've got the the D backs fighting to to stay alive here. A uh, little money on the on the Phillies today too, mm-hmm. folks backing them to uh, uh, to get the sweep today, Jeff. So um, they were a little over a, a quarter, around a quarter. Uh, when I say that, a dollar twenty five favorite, but uh, more money on the Phillies today. And of course, uh, the Phillies uh, in uh, in every parlay. Oh, that's not a you surprise. Know, which I don't think is uh, is really a shock. That year. so um, not a shock. The Phillies pro- probably in game now. What inning is this? Uh, top five, five, no score. Fought just got the first out of the fifth. They're still no, uh, no score. They're still about up six to five, about a dollar twenty favorite.
0: Yeah, this is one of those where it does feel like if Arizona's going to win a game in this series, it does feel like it would have to come today. Even with Gallon going tomorrow yeah. against Zach Wheeler in Game Four, uh, but uh, Fod has been excellent so far—only 53 pitches mm-hmm. through four and a third in Phoenix right now, no score, top five. Uh, we'll get to the baseball game later. I want Danny. We'll want Danny's thoughts on that as well. But let's get to these two college football games tonight. I want to start with the game that's actually lower on the rotation numbers, real quick. Rice and, Tul- and Tulsa, uh, three fifteen and three sixteen. Tulsa is a three-and-a-half-point favorite at home against the Owls. This has been a toggler, my friend. Yes. Three-and-a-half, three, three-and-a-half, three and the total from 57-and-a-half 57 57 to as high as 58, now down at its low to of uh, 55-and-a-half, and it looks like you just moved to 56, actually.
2: Yeah,
1: 56 right here uh, at South Point right now, three-and-a-half. Taking the three-and-a-half with Rice, laying the three with Tulsa, so overall two-way action. Uh, obviously, what we uh, we don't want is the uh, proverbial uh, three to fall, where uh, Tulsa wins by exactly three. So, um, but that's where we are here. Uh, again, overall two way action. Don't want to uh, refund the threes and pay the uh, plus three and a halves. But if we have to, we will, as we always do, buddy. You know, absolutely. Let the folks reload. And then the other game tonight's a fascinating one in the
0: belt. James Madison, who we've talked about, already 6-0. and If it wasn't for stupid NCAA rules, they would already be bowling. But,
1: but not bowl eligible. Not bowl yeah. eligible,
0: no. And the NCAA reiterated that fact this week. Of course they did. Just why ridiculous. Wouldn't, why wouldn't they? We're still alive. We're you know, You know. this is an interesting spot for James Madison, though. On the road against a, a pretty good Thunder and Hurd squad. Not bad. Uh, James Madison, of course, last week in the third most bet-handle game of the week at the time when we were on the air on Friday – uh, smoked Georgia Southern in a game that was never close. Forty one thirteen. Now on the road in a short week. Maybe I'm a little surprised that the betters have bet this game the way that they have. Open four down to three and a half, mm-hmm. and then they come roaring back on the Dukes over the last few hours up to four and a half.
1: Well, I think you're gonna you're starting to see some fives. And again, yeah. not a whole lot of difference between uh uh four and a half and five as we uh as we as we look at Trevor Lawrence's left knee in a uh but he wears that's a quite brace. That, that's all quite. The time.
0: The that he does wear a brace all yeah. the time. But that so, is a quite, quite a bulky contraption yeah, there, Vinny. I don't think it's comfortable.
1: Um, but uh, getting back to this one, Jeff, uh, starting to see some fives on the game. I think there'll be more Madison money. I don't. I don't. I. I doubt. I seriously doubt that we'll get back below four on this game. Uh, and again, I mentioned earlier, uh, Chris opens the NFL on Sunday night uh, colleges on Monday morning. So, uh, initial take at the four. Um, but, uh, it's been all James Madison in the last couple of days. And I, uh, I could see that, uh, I could see that continuing up until kickoff.
0: This will be a time of patience for myself. I like Marshall Mm -hmm. tonight. So I'm going to wait this, I'm going to wait this thing out and see if we can get to the peak. Like you said, not much of a difference between five and four and a half. Uh, So if I miss the five and it ends up being four and a half i'm i'm okay with that and if the game lands five then you know what then uh then i deserve to lose but regardless uh it's one of those where it's I, a
1: take for you with the home dog it's a,
0: it's a take i don't like this spot for james
1: Madison. yeah no it's uh there's listen isolated uh right national national uh tv game um especially the first half right i mean you're, yeah. you're talking about almost an hour and a half of of the national uh, football focus tonight, we so, get a whole
0: three in the first half yeah. right behind us. Yeah,
1: so again, we've got uh, first and second half wagering on every every game in game. They'll be in game on this one tonight uh, with uh, you know commercial stoppages, not uh, not between downs. So lots of opportunities here for you for you uh, on this game too. Even if you miss, let's say you miss the four and a half. Okay, which again, I don't think it'll it'll go. But let's say you do, Jeff. Then, then you, I'm then I'll
0: wait. Then you'll geez, wait Madison to see James Madison scores what the, a touchdown yeah, on the first drive the and get a better does. number in game. There yeah, you go, 100. There you go. And if I and if I end up with no bet on this game, then so be it.
1: That's okay. I won't too. lose any
0: money if I have no bet on it.
1: That's okay. That's
0: yeah. <laughs> it will survive. So you'll play just
1: the bet uh, twice as much on the Tulsa game. I have no interest in that one. All right, on nothing. The, I, you can't How about in, on the pro game.
0: You can't interest me on that one. On the pro game, mm-hmm. I you know, I didn't bet anything here because I'm concerned about what Trevor Lawrence's knee is. And New Orleans does. If New Orleans does anything right, they are good on defense. Yeah. And good point, good point. boy, but the, we, we kind of talked about this on Monday. I can't get that last sequence of events from New Orleans against Houston out of my head. Right. Where you're legitimately ro- throwing four straight Hail Marys from the 30 with plenty right. of time left. It was one of the more bizarre things you're ever going to see in an NFL game.
1: We've seen in both college and pro some things in the last, gosh, the last month alone. It's not analytics either. I mean, when when, when people start saying, well, this analytics says this analytics, I'm not aware of any analytics that says when the opposing team is out of timeouts and you've got the ball on your own 30-yard line and it's fourth and two, that you... That you go for automatically it. go. Yeah, for there's it. A lot of, yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't. I I'd like to see that. Or, I'd like to meet that analytics professor with a deck of cards. You
0: know, well, we'll you know what? It's actually. It, you know what it is? It's actually your. Uh, actually, your television. You were telling us about earlier.
1: Thank you. Yeah. There Smart we go. Ass TV? Yeah. Exactly. Okay, thank
0: you. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but regardless, you know, it's boy, we weren't on the air since that Monday night game, which seemed like it was which team was destined to find a way to lose that game, and. <laughs> The Chargers were the one who were destined to do it. By the way, we'll get to that game a little bit later because that's one of the more intriguing NFL games, Chargers and Chiefs. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this is a, it's an interesting one tonight in New Orleans. And we'll get our guy Danny Burke's thoughts on that game. We'll also get his thoughts on the Bears and the Raiders yes. this week. Like we could be uh, It could be two rookies and two not high-drafted rookies either starting that game in Chicago. Could also be the, the ageless wonder Brian Hoyer starting for Las Vegas. Who knows? Anything's in play and more with our guy, Danny Burke. He's joining us next. There, there's at the back of our heads and our backs. See, there we go. i going go wave to the crowd here. There it is. Everybody right there. Sports by the book here at the South Point studio.
3: South Point is also proud to provide a variety of relaxing amenities for the guests who want to be pampered. Soak up the sun and let your stress melt away in our lagoon-style paradise swimming pool. A relaxing getaway where you can bask in the desert sun and enjoy seasonal food and bar service poolside. And if you really want to escape, come to Spa Costa del Sur. From couple suites to a co-ed wet area, our spa caters to business and leisure travelers who want to unwind and elevate their senses. A visit to one of our spa's steam, sauna, or whirlpool treatment rooms will leave any guest feeling like they can take on the world. Our gaming amenities include over 60 table games, and over 2,600 of the most popular slot and video poker machines. We have penny slots, including the popular Buffalo games and real machines like Wheel of Fortune, Triple Sevens, and Megabucks. If you prefer video poker, try Deuces Wild, Double Double Bonus, or a variety of multi-denomination games. Or try your hand at one of the most popular casino table games in the world, Blackjack. Don't let the game intimidate you. Blackjack, also known as 21, is both easy and fun, and our dealers are always happy to assist. And the best part? Blackjack always pays three to two. Next, check out the roulette tables. Roulette is one of the easiest casino games to learn, and so much fun to play. It's a favorite of both beginners and seasoned players. In addition to blackjack and roulette, our casino pit features over 60 popular table games like Makara, Pai Gow Poker, Three Card Poker, Ultimate Texas Hold'em, and Mississippi Stud. So get out of your room and come join in the fun.
0: Welcome back in. at Sports by the Book here at the South Point Studio. I'm Jeff Barles, Vinny Maliulo, and now joining us on the desk, Sports betting analyst, our good friend Danny Burke on the far side db what's up man it's good to, good to have you in the
4: studio it's good to be back always a pleasure to be here in las vegas at the south point studio amazing establishment even better people but no it's awesome to be back with you fellas looking good. forward
1: to the good show. to see you buddy thanks for coming by yeah, thanks how's everything in chicagoland these days
4: well it's good uh aside from every single sports team practically <laughs> right the only good thing is connor bedard in the blackhawks and that's about it otherwise right. we now have a division two quarterback starting for the bears on sunday uh you know Fitzgerald with northwestern see you later uh that wasn't a good situation and well uh you pretty much know the cubs disappointing end to their season white Sox are a mess it's all over the place but otherwise it's great
1: <laughs> Connor bedard he gets to see the uh golden knights this week
4: oh is that right oh, yeah okay. Shad- uh, saturday at the united saturday. Saturday. Yeah, ah, all right yep that'll be a good game i mean those shots on goal props Two and a half, it was said people were hammering that left and
1: right. Yeah, too easy. <laughs> well,
0: if you had uh, the uh, just the shots on goal prop real quick, uh, one quick hockey note. I know Frank brought this up on the show earlier today, but Alexander Ovechkin, who's, of course, chasing Wayne Gretzky right now, mm-hmm. right. has gone back-to-back games without a shot on goal for the first time in his career. So, wondering if we're reaching the end for our guy Ovi there.
1: Yeah. Well, let's see. Who do they have? Now the caps are off the caps tonight. Are off tonight. Cap, caps got obliterated by the Sens Trust last night. Trust he's shooting right now. <laughs> Taking extra practice. So, uh, early, early go at
0: hockey. Did you make any hockey futures already or no?
4: I didn't do any hockey futures. I kind of want to let the season progress, right? Uh, you know, later in the year, I, I, I find that you can still get some value in a lot of sports, certainly, mm-hmm. but especially hockey, to where you know a lot of our attention, me personally, is diverted onto football nfl college football even the playoffs for major league baseball so even if i feel like there's a bet that i like i kind of want to let it marinate and not just force it because of a fomo type of bet right the fear of missing out on a good number i feel like even if i lose maybe a couple dollars if i get a better idea of it and i'm in Mm -hmm. a better headspace for handicapping it i'm willing to sacrifice a little bit of time to get it to that point
1: Danny brings up a great point. Here's a great example of that. Um, You know, in in other sports, when a team gets out hot, especially if it's a longer shot, right, Uh, everybody kind of starts grabbing tickets on it. A couple of years ago, Danny, because I know you follow it, a couple of years ago, the Flames were anywhere from 75, 80 to 1. They were still – and they got off to a great start a couple of years ago. Um, They were still – 75 to one a month into the season in, in a lot of places. So to, to your point, if, if you're going to wait a bit on futures, probably uh, the NHL gives you that, that opportunity, better uh, opportunity.
0: Definitely. And it's also because yeah. of where it is in the sports calendar. Yeah, of right. course, ball, both college football, NFL and full swing uh, the NBA season, even gets more attention. If a team in an NBA season gets off to a random seven to one start, they're going to get hammered down. Yeah. uh, the, Both of you guys are spot on on that. You can get those b- big, bloated numbers in the middle of November, even mm-hmm. early December sometimes yep. in the uh, Stanley Cup uh, Eastern Conference uh, final uh, and Western Conference final uh, odds as well. All right, Danny, we got to get to it. The quarterback matchup of the century this week <laughs> at Soldier Field. Oh, man. Uh, Tyson Bagent making his NFL's first career start. Vinny, did you ever book any games of Shepard College in the past? No, but my cousin Jojo did on the side. Oh, okay. <laughs> I did not. So, Shepherd College where Baggen went to play play D2, um put up amazing numbers in that D2 uh in that D2 uh, run. His last uh final game was against a Colorado school of the mind. So, it just kind of shows uh,
1: very good school uh, by the way. I could uh school, academic school.
0: Yes, uh the uh what 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 is their what, are they Engineering. The, the the Ore Miners? Yes. The, What's uh, their the, what their nickname? The nickname? Someone, someone's going to have Miners. to look that. One of the crew is going to have to look that up. Uh, but uh, regardless, um, Jimmy Garoppolo got ruled out today for the Raiders, so we don't know who's starting yet. Mm-hmm. I personally would hope it's O'Connell just for the sake of the franchise moving forward. I know they're be. three and three. I know they're technically in the race, but look at the three teams they've beaten so far this year. They beat the Broncos, who are awful. They beat the Packers in a game where Jordan Love totally blew up. And then they barely beat the Patriots, who might be the worst team in the league at this point. Uh, It's two and a half right now, Danny, uh, with us not knowing who the quarterback is for the Raiders. What, what, if anything, would you attempt
4: to do at this game? Is
0: it just one of those, just watch it and maybe an in-game play if one of these quarterbacks
4: looks really bad? Yeah, you're going to have to force a lot of people to watch it in the first place, (laughs) Jeff. But, I mean two and a half i i I can't really muster up the courage to take that with chicago now it wouldn't necessarily surprise me if they won this outright you and i were talking about this a little bit earlier today i mean the fact that the raiders are laying points on the road in any situation is difficult to comprehend but if it's going to happen against a team it makes sense that it would be against the chicago bears now Aiden O'Connell, Brian Hoyer, again, Jeff, you and I discussed this. You would think that Aiden O'Connell would be the right option or at least the better option, but it remains to be seen. And Bajan for the Bears, now, he had his moments last week against the Vikings, and by moments, I mean he got rid of the ball quicker, and that's what you didn't see with Justin Fields, right? He holds on to the ball a lot of times. Now, I'm not someone, as a Bears fan, is an objective sports fan in general, who's blaming Fields for a lot of things, I think a ton of the blame, a majority of the blame, goes to the coaching staff, most notably Luke Getze. But what Bajan did do a little bit better in that game was just release the ball incredibly quick. And that's why they were able to progress the ball downfield. He had the mistake of holding the ball too long the one time, resulted in a fumble, a brutal throw downfield to Mm. DJ Moore that presumably (laughs) then ended the game and was a terrible interception. So, yeah, it's obviously going to be a downgrade, but it's going to be a windy game anyways. The run game is going to be implemented. The Bears are missing Khalil Herbert, Roshan Johnson in the backfield. They got Deontay Foreman, who is serviceable, I suppose you can say. And if the Raiders are going to have to implement the run themselves, as terrible as this Bears defenses, guys, where they do perform a little bit better on that side of the ball is actually against the run. So that's why I do think this game could be kept close. And just because it's going to be a battle of, you know, who can make the dumber decisions based on the coaching staffs, right? Who can just make a bigger fool out of themselves? And maybe that warrants enough to think that the Bears can hang in this game. But again, I would only take it if I'm getting three or better, guys.
1: And that's the opener. Uh, They took the three, uh, sitting at two and a half. Will it get back to three? Listen, here in Las Vegas, again, regional bias comes into play here because we've had uh, Raider money every game they've played so far this year. So I don't... uh, I, I don't anticipate that really changing this week. Even with Garoppolo out, they'll back the Raiders, uh, especially going against uh, you know a, a rookie rookie quarterback here. Um, no surprise the total on this game uh, is thirty-seven and a half. Very low. Not the lowest total on no, the board because we'll the Giants are worry. still playing this week uh, against Washington, so they're uh, they're about a, a half point to a point lower. Uh, but again, uh, this game uh, will will. You know, it It wouldn't shock me. Uh, I would think it's more likely that it gets back to three here in Las Vegas, especially given the uh, support for the Raiders.
0: All right, Vinny. Who is the better power rated quarterback, O'Connell or Hoyer at this point? You're
1: <laughs> you know, power, you know, there's maybe only about a, a point difference at this point. Negligible, right? right? Because, yeah. Because yeah. look. You know, you got a rookie going. You know, has he? Did he play okay? Yeah, he did. But there's also a reason he didn't come in. You know, over Hoyer less, right? So it's almost like an entry. There's really not that that much difference. And uh, again, I mean, it's 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 a it's a flip of the coin, really. When you know, when the thing about Hoyer is he's 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 a veteran. Mm -hmm. There's a difference too between starting and coming in in relief. Some people handle it better. Uh, you know, pre- with a week's worth of preps. Now they're both getting reps, right? With the with the splitting with, with the, the first it now yeah. with the first unit. Um, do you give Hoyer a little bit of an edge? He's, yeah, because he's a veteran and he's done both. So you know I, it, it's it's really it's really neglig- negligible in terms of uh the impact on the number.
0: Two and a half right now. Uh I, I'm with you, Vinny. I think we see three by the time this game uh, three again by the time this game kicks off at Soldier Field on Sunday morning out here in Vegas, noon, of course, in the Windy City. All right, Danny, I want to keep it in the NFC North here because you and I talked off the air plenty during the summer about the Lions. Mm -hmm. And the Lions, I will say, have been better than I anticipated. They looked the part of what was a division favorite for the first time in a long time. For a team that, right now, over the last 16 games of an NFL schedule... The Lions have the fourth best record in the NFL right now at 12-4 and four in their last 16 games. And now they get Baltimore, who's coming off of uh, an okay performance, even though they won in London two weeks ago. They had that ridiculous loss to Pittsburgh. Uh, right now, uh, Detroit, across the board, is a three-point underdog in this
4: game on the road at MT Bank Stadium against the Ravens. This is an incredibly tough handicap, Jeff and Vinny. And guys, honestly, I think I may stay away from this one. And to your point, Jeff, we were talking about this earlier, and I said this may be more of an in-game bet, right? Because Mm -hmm. three seems right, and if it got to two and a half, sure, there's an enticing uh, angle to go with Baltimore there. But you're right. I mean, Detroit is in just such a fantastic groove right now. You have Baltimore coming back from London. And while I do think Baltimore has the advantage in a lot of areas, especially on the defense, I mean, this Baltimore defense, if you look at a lot of these metrics, EPA per play, they're second, only behind Cleveland. And Cleveland has a historically dominant defense at this point. So that's how great Baltimore has been right now. But as great as their defense can be, it comes down to the play calling offensively and what the time of possession is going to be. Because in that first half last week, overseas Baltimore against the Titans looked great right but as Baltimore typically does guys they make it more uncomfortable than it needs to be Mm -hmm. and they don't hold on to that separation once they get into the second half and you can get away with that against a team like Tennessee against a quarterback like Ryan Tannehill I don't think you can get away with that based on how this Detroit offense has looked over the past year and a half and what Dan Campbell and Ben Johnson have done to this offense so as good as Baltimore's defense has been Detroit's going to be able to hang in there all game and even if they trail from the beginning that's where the in-game opportunity may present itself because you know Baltimore is going to allow them to come back in at some point so I think that's going to be my approach to this game wait to see what Baltimore can do in the first half see if there's a juicier number with Detroit later on
1: we've talked uh, a lot about how the Dolphins are never out of a game because of their speed and their ability to strike quickly on yep. offense. Mm-hmm. I have to tell you, uh, I'm not saying that Detroit has that speed, but I will tell you this: Detroit can also score, yeah. and because that, they're never out of a game because of that. The other thing is, if you notice this about Dan Campbell's team, they they take the same, their road and home. It's the mindset is the same. You know, they they're, they compete, they battle. Goff has been terrific. Uh, we've we've talked a lot also about Mayfield and how his journey has really, he's handled it brilliantly and, and made himself better. You could say that even more so about Jared Goff. So when you put all those factors together here, it makes for a great, a, a, a terrific game. Again, we did open at two. They did lay the two. They laid uh, two and a half. We're sitting at three. Um, it'll be a great game on the parlay cards. One of the parlay cards here at the south point is ties win. And Chris does not... Uh, uh, to get off it he's not afraid to put the three on there so um it, it's it's gonna be an extremely uh high handle game uh personally I wish it was in in the afternoon but betters adjust and they know that uh they know what are the times of games so they'll'll uh, they'll, they'll make sure this one's included in their in their selections the biggest
0: difference with Detroit from this year to last year is their defense is now a legitimately good defense Better. yeah and well, we definitely. saw it against Atlanta we saw it Last week against Tampa, two games didn't allow a touchdown in either of them. Uh, They were very good against Kansas City. I know Kadarius Tony was helping out in that (laughs) one. But, uh, you know, this is a defense that is vastly improved. And it's just something that doesn't seem right with Baltimore. Now, I'm probably going to wait for an in-game bet on this game. But something with that Raven offense, just whenever it feels like they turn the corner, they go three steps back. And I don't know if it's Jackson. I don't know if it's the injuries. I don't know if it's the play calling of Todd Munkin or if it's just the lack of skill position players on that team around Jackson. But something with that Baltimore team just hasn't seemed right through the first six weeks.
1: I don't think Jackson's running as much. I don't think he wants to run as much. He did. I think that's what it is more than anything. I think, you know, it's kind of taken, it's changed their rhythm uh, along those lines.
4: Yeah. I would definitely agree with that, Vinny. And I would say in that game overseas against Tennessee, when they got desperate, that's when he finally started to run. And that's Mm -hmm. when they were able to maintain that success. But Mm -hmm. in all the other games you are absolutely right. He wants to stay healthy because he doesn't want to have that image portrayed of him only having success when he's mobile on his Mm -hmm. feet, which isn't a bad thing, but it's not sustainable health wise as a quarterback in the NFL. But couldn't agree more. Yeah. Let's uh, take a quick break,
0: guys, because our friend Jimmy Vaccaro Jimmy just get, came on in you the know studio. What that means? We got we got a big bet. We're going to have probably some sort of story as well. Our guy Jimmy Vaccaro joins us next. Sports by the Book here at the South Point Studio.
3: We work hard to provide you with all the conveniences that will make you come back again and again. Things like free parking and easy checkout from the TV in your room. While you're here, be sure to use the club card to get all the perks, comps, free meals, and cash we want to send your way. It's simply the best player's reward system in Las Vegas. Membership is quick, easy, and free, and you can start earning points for cash and comps immediately. Go to the club booth to sign up today. Also take advantage of our business center, located right by the Benny Binion statue. Print boarding passes or enjoy the convenience of our FedEx, UPS, and U.S. mail services. Just another way we're here to serve. Also during your stay, don't forget the convenience of room service. You can enjoy a delicious meal in your pajamas from the comfort of your room. Just call extension 77085 or use the room service function on the TV in your room. And if you need a ride to or from the airport, our free airport shuttle can be scheduled with the front desk at extension 73139 please give at least a 24-hour notice to reserve. For information on strip transportation, please call our bell desk. Finally, remember us for your next business meeting, conference, or banquet. From our 80,000 square foot exhibit hall to 70,000 square feet of convention space, which includes our grand ballroom, we have everything you need. Our getaway location and commitment to exceptional value and service have cemented our popularity with business communities around the country. Thank you for staying with us. Whether for business or pleasure, we're glad you're here. And we're here to serve. South Point Hotel, Casino and Spa, where there's something for everyone, all under one roof. Enjoy your stay.
0: Welcome back in. It's Sports by the Book here at the South Point studio. I'm Jeff Parles. Danny Burke's here. Vinny Maliulo's here. And now to my left, our good friend Jimmy Vaccaro's here as well. Jimmy, how you doing today?
2: Pretty good. How are you doing I'm, today? I'm
0: good. A, a South Point sweatshirt as always and a big ticket right here.
2: Well, let me run this by you three gentlemen, and obviously everybody can jump in at the same time, understanding you know what this racket is really, really like. Now, this isn't a huge bet, but it's uh, the Astros laying 106 for $10,000. So, what I'm going to try to explain to you, and Vincenzo, you jump in also sometimes it's a false number. You say, "Geez, you know guy bet ten thousand. They must need you know the other side for about ten thousand. But no, when you get a team that people you know want to bet in this situation, it's a false number. I mean we we may be like twenty five or thirty thousand on on the straight bets because every little thing is there. So moved it five cents on a 10 cent line. Now, that's pretty strong. In other words, Chris probably went back and said, "You know, here we are." We obviously got to get some money back if we want to. But I'm just saying, like, they're they're making you pay if you want the Astros. And that's part of this racket, Vincenzo. Yeah, Jimmy's points are so important because l-
1: let's remember this. You look at the game. The the Rangers opened at a, a, as a dollar fifteen favorite and here at South Point with the 10-cent line and uh, the 10-cent shot. You could have got the Astros at plus 105 to start with. So there's been a gradual take of the Astros. No real shock. That's been the case all year. Um, they have played better on the road, as we've talked about. Mm-hmm. Don't forget, they had a losing record at home this year uh, it, it, during the course of the regular season. They're 0-2 already. And and their support for the Astros, so before this bet at minus 106, they were already bet from plus 105 down to that 106. And that's in the form, not just straight bets, but an accumulation of straight bets and every parlay. So mm-hmm. every parlay to – from and, and cross-sport parlays, not just parlays to the Phillies, for instance, today – or to the D-backs, parlays to either uh, the the Jags or the Saints in tonight's game, too. So cross-board parlays as well, Uh, a build-up on the Astros. Why? Well, Danny, you know, they can't get swept. It's impossible, (laughs) right? The Astros aren't going to lose three in a row.
4: Of course not. And, hey, to your point, an interesting stat about this road team, guys. Uh, So the Astros, they've won their 17th out of past 20 road games. Seven and one on the road against the Rangers this year alone, yeah. and they've averaged about nine runs in those eight games. I mean, that's incredible.
0: Well, we also talked with Houston. Houston was fifty-one and thirty on the road this year, thirty-nine and forty-two at home. Yeah, almost impossible to have that sort of yeah, split. It's usually, and, the other way it's around. the other way around. Mm-hmm. But it's it's always interesting with, with what you said there, Jimmy and and Vinny. You brought this up too. Like people come in here because you guys have the best the best lines in town in baseball and actually not forget town, maybe the entire planet at this point.
1: Yeah. it Because it's a, it's a 10 cent line, but it, it also, uh, you know, so lines graduate. What do I mean by that? At some point they go to 15 cents and usually that threshold in many, and again, this is just a matter of practice choice. It's not a, a critique by any means. Uh, it could be at a dollar 30 $1.30 or a dollar 35 dollar. You know, this is up, up until at least 80 or more. It's it's that kind of straddle, closer to two dollars mm-hmm. before we uh, uh, increase the straddle. So if you're going to bet baseball, and it it adds up, when, and what adds up is the money that not only you're taking to, to in, in the case of a dog, but what you're laying uh, in the case of the
2: favorite. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll have a big decision on tonight's game. Two reasons. The first baseball game then they're all going to go to the football game i mean they're going to utilize both of that as you can see it's not a big crowd it's not what you would consider teams that draw a lot of attention but when it's the only game in town i mean you know people coming in there all over the city uh they want to sit down but they want they want something to go home with too so that's again it's a little like satellite like these it, look, the only guys are only twenty thousand high on the favorite tonight in the football. Well, if that comes in and we lose the Astro game, you know you're looking to blow in seventy five hundred thousand, not that hard in today's market because again, as you see, even though it's like a, a rare ticket for us for ten thousand, but as you guys all know well and good, like times will come up here with four and five tickets for twenty oh, yes. thousand you really, really can't see, and that's why people like Chris have to sit there and watch the whole thing especially the last two hours before we get up to the game because obviously you can move the side that you want in baseball remember you can't get you can't like blow your brains out like uh, you know making uh, taking this and taking that like no matter what happens they win so you have to like be on your toes and then Chris obviously is as good as it gets
1: yep yeah, it's it's all right there and money I think money will continue to show. For uh, for the Astros tonight, we'll, we'll certainly uh, we're going to need the home team tonight.
0: Where we're, you guys are at $1.11 dollar eleven now, dollar on, eleven on on Houston, on,
1: uh, on Houston and, re- uh, and, and,
0: and taking a dollar one back if you want to take the plus advantage. one, plus a
1: dollar one, yes. plus a Nine- dollar one on Texas, so, little, which is a li- little better than even money. Everybody.
0: That's uh, that's a cent better than anywhere else in the market right
2: now. Well, there you go. Buddy. There you go. Well, I'm going to the market.
0: Okay. <laughs> See <laughs> you later, Darryl, Everybody. Always love having Jimmy Market in. Watch with
1: Jimmy Vaccaro.
2: Absolutely.
1: <laughs> Jim Cramer. Jim Kramer. <laughs>
0: <laughs> quick, quick update in Arizona real fast. So both starting pitchers are out of the game now. Uh, Tory Lavello, for some reason, takes Fod out after 70 pitches. Uh, gets away with it. Now Suarez is out of the game. Jeff Hoffman is in with a runner at third and one out when he was brought in a big strikeout from Hoffman uh, of uh, who, who did he just came Moreno. And now Christian Walker's up with a runner at third, trying to get the Diamondbacks, their first lead of this NLCS mm-hmm. with a man at third and two outs here in the bottom of the sixth inning. And as we mentioned uh, again, you big bet, nice size bet Vinny on the Houston Astros tonight. So up to a dollar 11 on the Strohs and, Plus 101 on the take back on Texas. This is Urquidy and Heaney tonight. Total nine and a half
1: uh, right now, juiced over. Betting it over. Uh, there was uh, a shade uh, to the under, actually, when we opened this. 15 cents to the under, and now uh, nine and a half over. No real surprise uh, that they're betting it, that the, that it's being bet over. Uh, people like, the general public loves to bet overs. In, in route for, for runs, but also they're betting the Astros. They figured them to be uh scoring quite a few runs. And look at look look at what Texas has scored. I mean let's face it, they're hitting they're hitting the ball extremely well. So no real surprise uh that this one uh uh is being bet over. And this is this is the highest number that we've opened. We've adjusted. I mean uh the other games were uh, eight and a half and nine. So uh, uh this is uh you know we go to school too you know every now and then.
0: Danny, do you have anything on this game? Uh, Of course, we mentioned, again, the Astros have dominated this series when it's in Arlington, not in in, uh, Houston. It it has been a weird year for the Astros where they've been this amazing road team and have been awful at home. By the way, uh, Diamondbacks uh, do not score here in the bottom of the sixth inning, so it's still... Mm. nothing, nothing, an old-fashioned pitchers duel in Phoenix today as they go to the 7th. But anything on this ALCS, of course, the Astros got on the board last night and it's down 2-1 Texas.
4: Yeah, my inclination, guys, would be to go with Houston, but the thing that's holding me back is my inability to trust Urquidy in this spot. I mean, his numbers have been atrocious all year, and even in the one playoff spot that we witnessed him, he was shaky. And as Vinny mentioned, you know, that's why you're seeing this total as high as it is. And I gave out that number earlier. I mean, in the eight games on the road this year, the Astros averaging nine runs in those spots, which is just remarkable. So, you know, I I would consider maybe something like a team total four and a half, but that's been inflated in a lot of markets. So I I don't really want to go chasing that necessarily in this spot. But again, you look at the history from some of these, again, if you're leaning toward the side Mm -hmm. of Houston against Heaney, for example, Altuve in 38 plate appearances, has a 324 batting average against him. Bregman in 37 plate appearances, 314 batting average. Abreu slugging 947 in 25 plate appearances. He's hit four long balls against him. Alvarez, uh, he's almost at a 300 average against him. So again, it, it makes sense why there's the expectation for these runs based on the stats that we've seen with these matchups and because of what Houston's done on the road, in particular against Texas all season long.
1: And this game. And I don't think it'll be a surprise because there's carryover uh, from the first game. Uh, it'll it'll outhandle that first game by uh, probably at least a two to one margin.
0: I, I took the Astros yesterday. Uh, any anytime you can get a an underdog price going against this version yeah. of Max Scherzer was a was, was very nice. Uh, I don't if that ends up if this goes the distance and the Rangers have this version of Scherzer on the mound in Game Seven, that is not a good thing for Texas. You're going to need some help behind him that day. Uh, but, you know, this is, this Houston team just finds a way, Vinny. Hey, they really do. Hey, again, we discussed it at the end of the year where they mm-hmm. somehow win the AL West, despite this being their worst team in probably yeah. 10, eight, since they're really bad teams. And uh, here they are yet again, a road favorite here in Game 4 with a chance to not this series. And bet team.
1: to the favorite. I mean, let's yeah. face it, uh, yep. you know, beat convincingly you know, for them especially at home, um, and this is the team. By the way, they overcame. Don't you know, we, we, let's not forget that the Rangers had a three-game lead with about what ten days to go, nine not days. Not even to go. it was three with right? three with seven. I mean, so you know, a week and a half, right, or, or maybe a week to go in the season, and uh, they over they overcame it. So, but so you have to, you know, you've got to credit the Rangers in that regard. But listen, pedigree means a lot when it, especially when it comes to uh, to the postseason, and that's what we're seeing, at least in the minds of the betters when it comes to the uh, the Astros here.
0: All right, so inactives are inactive, actives are out for tonight's NFL game on the Jacksonville side. Zay Jones out, Walker Little out, Tyson Campbell. That's a big one out mm. uh, tonight for the Jags. Uh, Juwan Johnson, we already knew was already going to be out for New Orleans, and then all the tackles. Hurst and Ramchak, the two starters, out the key ones for New Orleans. Vinny, you guys are still sitting at two and a half. hasn't really jumped anywhere except that total's now back to forty one and a half, which is currently the market high right
1: now on a total. Yeah, I think that's you know the fact that that Lawrence is going to play. He is, so, uh So we, we we know that he's warming up. He's got the brace on, and uh, he looks he looks to be to be fine. But um, yeah, two and a half. I, I didn't, I think we're the highest, too, also. I mean, I see quite a few twos out there.
0: Um, right? All the two-and-a-halves and, are now gone. Yeah, and so the last, last like two-and-a-half like other than right behind it, us.
1: It uh, looks like uh, there'll be some uh, uh, some Jags money. And again, initially Jags money, and then uh, you know got as low as one, uh, back up to two-and-a-half now. So doubt we'll see the three again uh, for anybody looking for it. But uh, uh, I'm sure Chris is back there waiting, know, uh, he'll take a bet on the uh, – on the Jags before it uh, it comes down. And again, 41 and a half, presently the total.
0: Again, uh, the Trevor Lawrence going to play with a, a brace. He usually has a brace on that knee, but it looks a little more bulky mm-hmm. than usual on that injured knee that he suffered on Sunday against Indianapolis at the end of the game. Uh, but again, right now, two and a half and forty one and a half 41 and a half here at the South Point. The rest of the market right now, 41 and two. So if you like the over, shop around. If you like the under, come right behind us, get to your South Point app get that 41 and a half while it still exists or to two and a half, even though uh money line right now, uh, Vinny on, uh, on Jacksonville uh, just double checking it real quick on my screen, but it also, your Jacksonville price seems to be the best in town as well right now at plus plus one twenty.
1: Yep. That's uh, yeah. Again, it, it, we always encourage folks to shop. That's what uh, that's your supposed. To. If you're going to make money in this business uh, you you've got to, you've got to shop around. And again, our movement is not based on air. It's based on, on wagers, which, by the way, uh, as we continue to sit here and give it in real time, the Tulsa game, exactly what we said. In the last five minutes, uh, back to three, and now uh, right back to three and a half.
0: There's a five and a half in the market now
1: on Marshall, too. Which... Yeah, we're starting to see that. Uh, okay. You uh, for Madison.
0: Yeah, Madison's now five yeah. and a half point yeah. favorites. Yeah, it's Marshall five and a half It was point
1: more down. likely to, uh, go, the other to way. go up than, uh, than come down.
0: Yeah, so. no, I'm not quite not quite getting that that move, even though again there's five five and well, a you half. You like the it's, dog there, so you're, I, I do. You're I'm in a good spot. you a good to, spot to. I won't fit. get I won't get six, but <laughs> five and a half still good with me. Well, yeah. we'll live we'll about three minutes from the end of the show until the game sure. kicks. We'll be in good shape. Uh, Vinny, uh, let's uh, let's go here while we have Danny on on set with us. The big game in college football this weekend. I want to get to that real quick. Mm-hmm. Um, Penn State, Ohio State. Horseshoe, Uh, you guys, Vinny, are at 45.5 on the total, and Ohio State is a a 4.5-point favorite. That's up from four where you opened it here on this one. Again, this is, as of this moment, this is the biggest game of the college football season because it will set the course for the eventual big, potentially the Big Ten East champion, which will very easily be the number one seed in the college football playoff when this is all said and done.
1: Yeah, if it finishes out that way, yeah, in all likelihood. But let's every week there's going to be a a big game, or just about every week there'll be a big game impacting the uh, the final four, right? Because it is this is the last year of uh, the the four team playoff. Last week it was Oregon and Washington. This week it's here. Uh, again, this no real surprise that money has shown on Ohio State, but there'll be plenty of Penn State money too. And this is a nine o'clock Pacific start. I, I wish this game was a later, a later start. And uh, uh, a, a, you know, but listen again, as I as I've mentioned, uh, betters know they adjust to the to the times of games. This will be included in everybody's multi-leg uh, parlay or teaser or whatever you know, money line parlays or whatever the case may be. So uh, a good game, a, you know, an important game for uh, for both. Of you. If you look at look at the matchup, probably an edge to uh, Penn State at the quarterback position. I I, I think um, defensively, probably Ohio State. Although both defenses are are, are pretty good. Uh, Ohio State definitely an edge at wide receiver. Um, so I, I mean, you can make a case for for either team. And then for James Franklin, he's right. He's uh, he knows what's at stake here. And again, uh, I think Ohio State's been playing better in the last few weeks, and they've uh, that's why they've really. Uh, come up in the power ratings. Uh, they started off slow. We kept waiting for Michigan and Georgia to hit their stride. Michigan did. We thought that Georgia did against Kentucky. I know that with the injury, we'll get to a little bit, uh, you know, has, has impacted them. But Ohio State's been uh, been pretty steady over the last uh, few games. So not real surprised here that Ohio State money did show, Danny.
4: Yeah, I uh, I am one of those people on the side of Ohio State, there, fellas. I laid four with the Buckeyes Mm -hmm. in this spot. And look, over the past year and a half, I haven't been the biggest fan of Ryan Day per se. You can't discredit the guy, but again, he inherited a gold mine. There's just been several situations to where it seems like he could have conducted his team a lot better, and it hasn't been the case. But I'm putting my money in this situation that he's going to in this spot, Vinny and Jeff. And guys, I think the biggest thing for me is. Look, I I don't think Penn State's a bad team. I don't think they're overrated per se. I just don't think they've necessarily been battle-tested as much as Ohio State this year. And I do think they have a great defense, but I wouldn't say they live up to being the number one defense in college football when you go up against West Virginia, 78th in total offense. Delaware, 31st in FCS. Illinois, 83rd total offense. Iowa. The worst offense in college football, Northwestern, right there with them. And then Massachusetts Mm at 87th in total offense. So it's going to be a completely different beast here with the Buckeyes and Kyle McCord, who's been fine, right? He hasn't been exceptional. But if you look at a lot of these metrics, EPA-wide success rate, McCord does have the nod. They're 15th in passing offense. A home field advantage certainly is going to play a little bit Mm -hmm. of a factor So, yeah, I'm going with Ohio State here. And look, if Allard ends up playing a great game, if Franklin's defense does live up to the hype, so be it. But I need them to prove me wrong in this spot, so I'm willing to lay that forward with Ohio State. This
0: this whole game comes down to the quarterback play. Uh, McCord and Allard are two guys that have not – McCord, yes, he got tested in South Bend, but he led the drive at the end of the game, but he didn't play particularly well in that game. It's a lot
1: easier with 10 defenders.
0: Yeah, yeah, a little bit easier. Yeah, so it's easier to get one yard, and they still almost stopped them with they 10 did guys. Did. Oh, they did. Um, but this is, I think this game is about Drew Aller mm-hmm. because this is the best quarterback prospect Penn State has had in a very long time. And if Aller is able to show out like he has against these lesser opponents in this game, Penn State is, every, is everybody's talented as Ohio State sure. this year, which is rare to say that. And Ohio mm-hmm. State... It's arguably the most talented team in the country. And other than at the wide receiver position where Ohio State is beyond exceptional on the outside, Penn State's pretty darn close, maybe even better at some positions that they're normally not than Ohio State. If Aller outplays McCord, I think Penn State wins this game outright. If Aller is behind McCord in this game, then I don't see how Penn State can stay in this game. So it's a little bit of a hard handicap for that reason. For me.
1: big home field advantage, humongous. Is it the biggest in college football? Um, this one is is, is one of the biggest. Penn State's got a good one too. Let's Michigan, Michigan, the whole big, Michigan ten, the big Three, you know, Georgia. Great uh, you know, so but this one is uh as good as it gets. I mean, you know, we talk about uh the the NFL, maybe you know outside of Kansas City and Seattle. Uh, you know, maybe it's probably an average of about a point. This Ohio State team uh, is every every, you know, depending on who you talk to, it's five or, or more. I mean it's a, it's significant. So
0: All right, before we end today, I'm required by law to do this. Yeah, here we go. So Danny Burke is a Nebraska guy as we know. Huskers it's turning it's turning, turning upward for the Huskers uh, right now. And they play Northwestern this weekend. And, Danny, they are an 11-and-a-half-point favorite.
4: The big favorite, 41. Huskers getting it done this weekend at home at Memorial Stadium. Look, Jeff, you as a Mizzou grad, you're almost at the same tier as me being a Husker football fan at knowing (laughs) not to really bet on your team, but especially if they're a double-digit favorite. I don't care what Northwestern looks like. You can't get me to lay 11, higher, lower, whatever it may be with Nebraska. It's probably going to be a slow start for this team, being the Huskers, and then maybe you get a better number at the beginning stages, get it under the key number of seven, and then perhaps look to go with the big red. But the reason why they will end up winning this game, I mean, Northwestern, 106 in the nation in run defense. They're allowing about four and a half yards per carry. That's all Nebraska does right now. They've been tremendous at it. Third in the nation, or pardon me, they're third in the nation in run defense, so they've counted it very well. But. Heinrich Harburg, in terms of offensively, they've been great in that regard. They're averaging five yards a carry, 17th in the nation in rushing offense. So if they're just going to be able to control time of possession, keep ground and pounding all the way through, that's going to eventually get them to maybe that double-digit point at the end of the game. But I think you may have to sweat it out a little bit longer than you'd like to just because, like a lot of other teams, Nebraska tends to make it uglier than it needs to be. And speaking of time of possession, really quick, guys, Northwestern, 122nd in the nation in terms of time of possession. So the fact that they're going up against one of the run-heavier offenses, it's probably going to be a majority of the Huskers. It's just a matter of if they're able to capitalize once they get into the Wildcats red zone. And if they are, yeah, Nebraska will get it there. I just think, again, it's going to take a little bit of time. So, it, it, it you know, you've seen my tweets. It, it, it's hard to bet and root for this team. It's not good for my health. Not good for the hairline, so I just got a <laughs> it from a fan perspective. I'm trying to get my hair to grow out like Vinny's by the time I get older, so well, I got to stop betting on my Huskers.
1: Get to booking. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Get You're to not wrong. Was, we opened at 12, went down to 11, so uh, 11 and a half. I think we'll get to 11. We'll, we'll get we'll get Nebraska money. in. I
0: think we'll get back to 12. Yeah. By kick.
1: Um. Yeah. They'll, they'll be they'll, they'll be Nebraska be money. money. By the way, Phillies uh, take the lead on a wild pitch. Dude. Oh boy! With two outs, and uh, we just went to. Five on uh, James Madison. I'm, I'm
0: I'm, I'm, in. I'm the, in. South we're good. I got it so before the show. I'm ended. looking we're at the t- t-
1: clock. I know you're going to, you know, we're, and, uh, good we're still ship. at uh, two and a half uh, tonight on the, uh, the Saints. 41 and a half for the total.
0: You still got about an hour and 20 minutes before kickoff at the Superdome. Those other college games get on your app right now and bet them before those markets close here at the South Point. I'm Jeff Parles. Thank you, Danny Burke. Thank you for being Danny, here, guys. Good, Mike, good, good to job. have you in with us. Vinnie Maliola, as always, thank you. Tomorrow, football Friday here on the program, Vinny and Chris back at it with myself for two hours, two to four Pacific time. And of course, don't forget punchlines, Frank Nicotero doing an awesome job at noon, Monday through Friday. And uh, our guy, Ryan McCormick, the best dressed guy in the business as well, uh, behind the glass here on punchlines with Frank Nicotero at noon, right where you're watching us right now. We'll see you tomorrow here on Sports by the Book at the South Point Studio.